I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Are you concerned you might have been penalised by Google? Well in today's show, Kelvin Newman and colleague Natalie Wright discuss some of the techniques you might want to think about all coming up in Internet Marketing. I'm joined in the studio today by another one of my Site Visibility colleagues, um, Natalie um, Nasty, is it right to kind of ask you really quickly to kind of talk about yourself, your background, what you do for site visibility, and some of the sort of projects and work that you work on here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with SiteViz on my placement because I'm a student at Brighton University mm-hmm. doing a digital media development. Um, so I'm in uh, the technical SEO team, which is kind of wallowing around in links at yeah. the moment and just kind of sorting out uh, backlink profiles. Um, other than that, I do a lot of uh, the technical audits here, mm. so kind of uh, make technical recommendations like all the standard mm. stuff, like technical uh, title tags, H1s, mm. meta descriptions. So kind of making sure that clients, when they come to start to work with us, that they've got all those main boxes ticked. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, you know, if you, if you do like external stuff, like if you do a link building or outreach mm. uh, to your site and your site isn't like up to snuff, it's kind mm. of like you know building a house on sand yeah. So yeah. you really need to get all those bits right before I, I'm, you I'm trying to build a house mm. that's the plan uh, and I know some of the things that kind of you know you, you alluded to it briefly there that kind of there's a few projects you've taken on recently and started working on where um, the link disavow kind of element has been yes. possible so to set the scene for people who perhaps um, might not follow the, the world of SEA quite as um, closely as, as you know those of us who kind of work for SEO and digital marketing agencies do um, about October well just take a step back even further just over a year ago um, Google um, released the Penguin update which was kind of intended to um, you know reduce the influence of some manipulative link building practices that Google weren't particularly fond of or keen on and kind of I think what was kind of fundamental and sort of sometimes a little bit underappreciated in terms of the Penguin update was that kind of prior to that um, the worst case scenario in any link building campaign that was unsuccessful was that it just didn't do anything positive right so you could spend a lot of time you could spend a lot of money but potentially see no um, reward from it however kind of with 
Penguin, and around that time, whether it's you know technically Penguin or not, that kind of shifted, right? So there came a point w- at which um, a link could actually harm you, and there was actually a subtle change in Google's Webmaster guidelines that was made. Um, that previously it said that you know there is nothing that another webmaster can do to harm your website. Yeah. To there is almost nothing yeah, a webmaster yeah, can yeah. do to your website, and you know part of that kind of um, you know gave rise to a bit of a kind of world of negative SEO and that type of thing, but more realistically what happened is that potentially links that previously weren't having any impact now might be harming you and many kind of you know webs, uh, companies come to us and they believe they've got a penalty um, yeah. first question is do you think that as many people have penalties as actually think they do that's actually a really interesting one because we've had that a lot in the, in the past couple of weeks um, I'd say actually more often than not what it is is, is it it seems to be like a downwards trend, but mm. but the, the pattern for traffic mm. is still the same. So it's mm. kind of seasonality, mm. but on a whole, the site is appearing to be mm. less popular or generally just getting less yeah. visitors. Mm. But kind of like the ratio and distribution is kind mm. of the same. Yeah, so. and I think yeah, because there, there is that kind of particular, you know, if if it's genuinely a proper penalty, a proper kind of penalisation that's taking place, you tend to find that it has a particular date, and before that date, your traffic is X. And after that, it's significantly less than that, rather than a kind of general downward trend over time. And that, yeah. You know, sometimes people kind of go, well, I'm getting less traffic. But if it's a gradual decline, actually, probably what's happened is something you were doing is becoming gradually less effective. Or in many cases, what you're doing in search is you're actually competing against the other websites. And yeah. too often people think they've been penalised when sometimes actually what's happened is someone's just doing a better job doing something better, who, yeah. than they were doing before and you might be doing as good a job as you've always had but they've suddenly just upped their game yeah. there as well yeah. um, there's a particular tool that might be worth people um, checking out that if you're concerned that you might have a penalty or that you know websites you're working on might have penalties it's called the penguin tool um, which kind of um, draws on the kind of um, history of search updates that um, SEO was maintained which is really really good and kind of overlays that against your analytics. I've also, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so you can make it overlay against your analytics if you visit that site. I've also been using um, a tool called Chart, I think it's Chartelligence, is how okay. you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and it's a Chrome extension. I think yeah. you can get it for Firefox as well. Mm. Um, and so when you're in your analytics account, yeah. you can yeah. just, uh, you'll go over the overview mm. graph, mm. Uh, it'll come up with an icon, you click that mm. and it, and it actually puts the overlay in your oh fantastic yeah so yeah yes i mean i think that's what it's really about and the the nature of kind of particularly panda as well as and penguin as is is that they are run you know that they have times and you know there are people kind of looking at and marking up when these big changes occur so you can actually you know look at that so that's the first question and what i'd say is before you go too crazy and disavowing links and kind of um i actually haven't explained how that came about but like about october time um last year Given this change whereby links could suddenly, you know, do you damage, um, Google introduced what's called the disavow tool, which I suppose is a little bit of a misnomer. It's not really a tool, is it? It's more like an opportunity to provide a list to Google of links that you yeah. don't want them to consider. Is that kind of a fair? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's kind of, it's kind of as if you're kind of emailing Google, mm. like, hey, here's yeah. what we've. Yeah. yeah, here's what we want you to get rid of. Mm. And that we've, pr- you have to obviously only submit the disavow after you've done every effort to get rid of those mm. links. And I think submitted a reconsideration request yeah. before the disavow. Yeah. So, yeah, what that, what that means really in most cases is, you know, a process of going through and looking at your, your, the links that are ported to your website and 
deciding which of those you think are helping you, which of those you think probably aren't having any impact, and in terms of the ones we're worried about, those that you think might be damaging you. How, how does that process kind of typically come together? Uh, usually, the way that I do it is I uh, wander on over to Majestic SEO, mm-hmm. um, and... Um, I'll go uh, obviously type the site in uh, mm. historic and use the, the root mm. domain yeah. um, and I'll download the backlinks from there mm. um, but then the, the question is like oh so which which ones of these backlinks are not there anymore yeah. so before you download you just hit remove delete backlinks yeah. um, and then what I do is um, I kind of separate it into so you get an excel sheet from mm. that and I separate it into uh, different Excel sheets of 5,000 URLs maximum yeah. and then I'll throw that file into Screaming Frog Okay. Um, and I'll, um, there's, a, there's a custom filter uh, you can set custom filters on Frog and um, I kind of do a you know does the URL anywhere on the page mm. contain then the, the yeah. URL of mm. the site that yeah. you're figuring out and also it does not contain so then as it crawls as it spiders those links mm. the list of links that you've put into it um, it will go and check the. Uh, you get all sorts of stuff from Frog, but it will go and check the um, like uh, header response, yeah. the server response. So then, any ones that are, you know three hundred one, four hundred four, mm. five hundred yeah. are no longer there. Yeah. So then, anyway, like at the end of it, I ended up I end up with a list much smaller than yeah. the list that you yeah. get from Majestic. So they're real links, then, aren't they? So that are actually there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that are actually there. That aren't removed. They're mm. the ones that are actually either doing harm or benefiting. Mm. You know, mm. your entire kind of mm. campaign and immediately that's got to be quite helpful isn't it because yeah it's that um, you know there is a finite amount of time you've got to go through these and I think yeah. sometimes what you don't want to do is spend all your time looking at your old links and then not building and any new good you, ones yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I mean it's not very useful if you're checking out your links and you, you know you can write down that mm. you're going to go and contact them mm. uh, and then you'll contact them and more often than not their reply going well actually that's nowhere on my site yeah. so it's just kind of you know honing your efforts mm. focusing your efforts in one place mm. and once you've got those li- um, you know not real actual live links how do you go about kind of working out okay this is one that's hurting me this is one that's helping me Kind of any particular processes or tips or ideas for kind of how you can go about doing? Um, in terms of tips, I'd say um, I'd check out the like as you go down the list in Excel. Mm. I kind of add columns onto the mm. uh, spreadsheet, yeah. kind of one that says one one that's action. So mm. in there, you know, you say if you're going to keep it, if you're going to remove it, mm. if you're going to like contact them to you know follow it before mm. you want them to remove yeah. it. Um, I also then have a, I have a column of contact so you put mm. the contact details in and then any notes so mm. in that note whether the, the site was um, a directory so then mm. I'd end up with like a row of the URL mm. I want to remove it uh, the contact details are this mm. and notes is yeah a directory mm. or keep this it's an mm. article or yeah. you know that kind of thing um, and it's, it's always good to do it in bulk so when you come, up, uh, come across one URL in the Excel sheet mm. Um, just fill it with a whole column mm. for that URL mm. and then you'll end up with you know mm. more often than not again like a load of links and then you know that speeds up the entire process instead of going through them one by one mm. um, in terms of figuring out what's a good link and what's a bad link once I've got kind of you know the filtered down list of mm. backlinks mm. uh, actual real links as you said mm. um, there's a tool on Majestic again mm. that's a bulk backlink uploader yeah. mm. I think so um just kind of to double check, I'll, you can you can submit three hundred URLs to, mm. to the uh, bulk uploader, and it will um, give you back uh, like the citation and trust flow okay. um, metrics. So that's always good. I mean, I'd say mostly I rely on common sense. Yeah. Um, but 
the metrics of source um, citation and source mm. uh, trust flow, like link trust flow, are really good as well. Because um, do you know what both of those mean? I think it's probably worth explaining. It's kind of it's, it's about how likely those websites are to have been linked. It's a little yeah. bit confusing, is that, I suppose. It's, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to know the exact calculations mm. that go into yeah. the figures. So yeah. that's why I wouldn't trust on them whole, wholeheartedly at the moment. But um, yeah, the, the the metrics that Majestic have come up with and citation is got to try and get this right um it's how influential um a site might be based on the number of sites that link to it yeah so that citation and then trust flow mm. is ba- is a number based on the idea that trustworthy sites link to other trustworthy yeah. sites yeah so yeah i mean you know a good looking balance between mm. the two so every link will get mm. sort of like a citation flow and estimated mm. uh, link trust flow and i probably say um, a link that's got, I mean, either even like sixty mm. and sixty, for example, mm. or I mean, more more trust than citation is yeah. usually a good call. Yeah. Um, but anything below, I mean, I've been looking at anything below twenty and just automatically just pinging in there that I want to remove all yeah. of them. Yeah, and there's also, I suppose, interestingly, as this has become more and more of a challenge, there's a number of tools out there that are launching that specialise in this. I know a few friends of mine are kind of working on one called Link Risk. Yeah, I signed up for the beta for that. Still haven't got it. Oh, dropping a line, dropping a line. Yeah, but basically it's it's all just about kind of, you know, speeding up this process. And the the terrible thing is in many cases, either new clients or new projects that you've not worked on before, or actually in many cases, the the worst links are the ones that sometimes just occur naturally when you're scraped by terrible websites. Yes, yeah, Yeah, you see all sorts of stuff. Mm. I saw some some wicked ones today, just... um, you know, you, you think the days of black hat are over, and then mm. I just went on this one page, and it was just spun content, yeah. and it was oh, yeah, a bit of a poke in the eye, yeah. But yeah, so, and I suppose so. You talk then, you kind of go out and reach and contact some of these people. What's yeah. the kind of response on there? Is, you know, is it generally very poor? And you, you talked about like you're filing a reconsideration request with Google that you have to show that you've made the effort to kind of try and approach some of these people. What's the kind of normal response like, or what are some of the questions you've had that you know would help people you know considering going out and doing this? Um, I think in terms of kind of uh, the process on a whole, it's really good to obviously kind of have a like a template for the email mm-hmm. I mean that's always a good idea so you mm-hmm. can chop and change and give some examples of links mm-hmm. on the domain um, that you want uh, removed in terms of like the response actually um, usually it's pretty good mm-hmm. uh, uh, with um, yeah with a project before most of them just said yeah cool we'll remove it mm-hmm. but that was a few months ago now and, and what a lot of people are doing is actually charging you to remove yeah. those links Yeah. so I mean some bizarre situations that where like a lot of cases that these are paid links as well so someone paid to get the link down the yeah. back. but then having said that I suppose the shoe on the other foot if I'm a website owner and I'm getting all these requests to remove my links why should I you know you, you know, you put the link there and in many cases some of these were people who were spammed inadvertently well, yeah, by I, I, yeah I mean to some extent you kind of have to commend them because yeah. they're making the most yeah. of the situation yeah. but uh, yeah I mean haven't had too much of that mm. it's still either really old websites where mm. the contact details no longer reply mm. in which case you know they're going to go with the disavow anyway yeah. or that yeah they're quite happy to remove them mm. and so and the disavow there so essentially it's a text file isn't it where you kind of you, you, you list all of the um, websites yeah. you'd like to remove just the urls yeah. yeah and you can either do it by domain or link so mm. uh, if you've got um if there's one domain that has several links to your site on several different urls mm. but some of them you think are better than mm. others 
mm. um, then you can just put that exact link yeah. in instead of the the, the entire mm. domain. Mm. Um, but I think we were talking about this the other day, and I think Google might be a bit finicky with that mm. because it, it, if you're picking and choosing. Mm. Probably best go one way or the other. Yes. Yeah, so exact link yes. for it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I know when we were at, um, at Brian SEO recently, the the former Google engineers seemed to suggest that you're better off just going and doing the whole domain. Seemed to be their suggestion. Yeah. Really, they weren't working there when this all came about. But their logic yeah. was that if they were doing it, they kind of do the whole domain there. Yeah. Cool. Well, fantastic. I mean, I think that's a really interesting insight, Natalie, in terms of you know one of the interesting new areas of SEO where it is about this kind of correcting previous you know less less reputable work. Yeah. Um, I suppose ca- kind of caveats there is that it can be really really important, but equally um, a lot of people are going and worrying about disavowing um, the links and getting links removed when actually in many cases they're not really suffering the effect of a penalty. But I think um, well worth talking about and well worth exploring. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice comment or question, and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 